stood sourly as she squinted through the windshield. Already, Robert was mad at her for cutting out early. She didn't know if she could patch things over, and she didn't know if she really cared to. The glass was beginning to fog, despite the struggling heater that barely warmed the interior of the car. These mountains were ghastly cold, a no-man's land. Reaching across the seat to her purse, she fumbled for her pack of cigarettes and found there was only one left. Great. Though she had sworn she would quit, another one of Robert's ideas. She didn't plan to put an end to her nicotine habit until New Year's Day. That gave her the next six weeks to enjoy smoking as much as she wanted. Then, at the stroke of midnight, she would quit cold turkey. As she saw the neon sign for a diner come into view, she lit up and even dared crack the window just a smidgen so that the smoke could get sucked out. Not enough to put her hand outside, not in this cold, but just enough space to keep the smoke from filling up the car. God, she missed California. Another fifteen hours to go to reach Sacramento, depending on the weather and road conditions and how long she could stand it. She'd come a long way from Billings already, over the Montana state line and clear across the state of Wyoming. She wondered how much longer she'd be in this big-ass state. As she signaled to turn off the highway, she saw that the diner was also a bar. Big Bart's Restaurant also housed the Buffalo Lounge, where one could hear live music every Saturday night, according to the backlit sign posted high overhead. Finally, the night was starting to hold some promise. Instead of getting a hot cup of coffee and a hamburger, she decided she'd splurge and order a drink. Ooh, maybe even an Irish coffee. Yeah, that sounded good. With whipped cream and, if she could talk the bartender into it, a drizzle of creme de menthe for the holidays. Mmm. Her stomach rumbled in anticipation as she pulled into the near-empty lot of the roadside establishment. She hit a pothole disguised by a layer of snow, and it jarred the car, probably nearly taking out the front axle of her 15-year-old Honda in the process. Shit, she muttered under her breath. Fortunately, the Civic was tough, and it made it through more than its share of abuse in the four years her brother had driven it before selling the little sedan to her. Grabbing her purse, she slid outside, locked the door, then braved the snow to reach the double-glass doors framed by a half-lit string of Christmas lights. Oh, yeah, right. Merry effin' Christmas. As she stepped inside, a wall of heat hit her head on. At last. She hoped to thaw her toes before starting back out again. The hallway led to a landing and then split. Amber paused to check her reflection in the mirror at the landing. Even though her eyes were a little tired and puffy, her black hair, with its blue tintenna, shone in the dim light. Fabulous. It was worth every penny Andre had charged. Turning away from the well-lit dining area, she headed toward the lounge, where the sound of country-western music bounced against the walls. She took an empty seat at the end of the bar and ordered her Irish coffee from a tall, thin bartender with a gold tooth that glimmered when he smiled. I.D.? he asked. Amber sighed as she rummaged through her purse, annoyed that she kept getting carded when she was so over twenty-one.
Locating her driver's license, she thrust it over to the bartender. One Irish coffee coming your way, Amber. He winked at her as he handed it back over, which only aggravated her further. As she waited for her drink, she noticed there were two other patrons at the bar, and a few couples at the table sprinkled around a small dance floor located in front of a stage. Apparently, she had missed the Saturday night crowd. If there had been a band, it was long gone, the stage empty, aside from a couple of mics shoved toward the back wall. The drink came with a requested green drizzle and a complimentary, if pathetic, Irish accent from the gold-toothed barkeep. Here you be, missy. Amber perused a bar menu, half listening to a Randy Travis ballad that oozed through hidden speakers. As she sipped her drink, the tension in her shoulders and neck muscles eased up.